Come out, come out, wherever you are. I don't understand what's going on here. Don't panic. Be careful, Parker. You'll crease some of my dress. Oh. Teeny, weeny, teeny, weeny, shrimp, a little short, dirty. Hide and seek. Hide and seek on Joy. You are with the sex birds on Hide and Seek on Joy 94.9, where we discuss gay, bi, and queer men's sex. I'm Michael, and flying solo this week as Tim gets ready to set off on his Atlantis cruise. If you're up to date on the last few weeks of episodes, you know we're taking a little bit of a break from being live on air on Joy 94.9. Over the next couple of months, while Tim's on holiday, I'll be working on some new projects, uh, winding back a little bit, which will be a nice bit of a change, uh, but we're still going to be recording and making some content uh, for you, just exclusively for podcast. So if you're listening, it's because you subscribe or you've found us around the web, so thank you very much first and foremost. Uh, I don't really know what our schedule for this kind of off-season is going to be like, I think we'll keep it kind of relatively free and easy over a few topics. Uh, You know, Tim and I like to stay free and easy. Um, So we'll just be sort of freeballing, I guess, as it were, um, with whatever's going on in the community. And maybe we'll pick a few interesting kink and sex-related topics to talk about. If you've got something in mind or anything we haven't talked about on Hide and Seek before, we'd love for you to let us know. Uh, Send us an email at hideandseek at joy.org.au or, as always, you can slip into our DMs on Facebook, Instagram or Twitter. All of our social handles are up at joy.org.au forward slash hideandseek, so get in touch with us there. Uh, While Tim's on break too, uh, he'll be keeping up with Beats, his other program, so if you're into trance and progressive electronica, you can keep up with Tim and all of his happenings if you're missing him dearly every week on Hide and Seek live on Joy 94.9, just head to joy.org.au forward slash Beats Radio, and that's Beats with a Z. It's Beats with a Z, not Beats with an S, because Beats with an S goes S, not Z. It's Liza with a Z. It has a Z. Liza with a Z. With a Z, really? Yes, it's Liza with a Z. Oh my God, Tim is going to kill me. Uh, for, for our first off-season podcast, uh, it's really a sextra, I guess, because we're it's not something we've recorded after our main show to sort of supplement that. Um, so I guess it's more of like a, a sexclusive. Uh, so, so yes, I am going to be um, taking a bit of a flyover about what's happening in the world of prep in the last couple of days. Um, some people with their ear to the ground in the prep space or just been uh, digging around on all things related to sex and HIV um, might be aware that uh, there's been a bit of a discussion of Descovy as prep, which we're going to be uh, covering today on this week's episode. So the drug manufacturer Gilead that produces Truvada, which we all know and love as both prep and an HIV treatment, has pitched to have its new drug, Descovy, listed as prep. Now, Discovy is already available in the US and in Australia as an HIV treatment, uh, but work is underway slowly to get it listed as PrEP. And there's been a lot of conversations from both sides of the fence of of why this is either important or not important in uh, the prevention of HIV communities. Uh, there are a few reasons why Discovy might be an improvement on Truvada for some people, which we'll get into in just a moment. Uh, 
Uh, I caught up with friend of the show, George Forgan-Smith, Dr. George Forgan-Smith of The Healthy Bear and also of isprepforme.com for a bit of an overview on what Descovy is and how it works. Uh, I'm also having a bit of a chat with Dr. Darren Russell, Director of Sexual Health at Cairns Sexual Health Service, also Associate Professor of James Cook University School of Medicine and Clinical Associate Professor in Population Health at the University of Melbourne. A very illustrious career for Dr. Darren Russell. Thank you in advance, both of them, for chatting with me on the program. Uh, Now, having more options to prevent HIV rather than less is never a bad thing, Uh, but there have been many organisations and HIV advocates who have been critical of Gilead, uh, just generally, in the past for their iron grip on the patent for Truvada. Uh, So in the US, the patent for Truvada means that only Gilead can produce this specific medication, uh, whereas uh, in other areas of the globe, the patent, while it's still uh, ongoing, has been licensed to other people, so other manufacturers can uh, produce it. So people like Mylan, uh, in in an Australian context you might be familiar with, produce a generic version of Truvada. Uh, So in Australia, we've got great access to generic Truvada, uh, both locally and through personal importation for drugs that are produced elsewhere in the world, a lot cheaper, that we can import into the country legally. Uh, The US doesn't have an importation system like our own, and they're only uh, slated to, I think, have their first generic of Truvada produced, I think, by Teva in about uh, sometime in 2020. So we've got a little bit of a ways to go in a US context to, to ensure that we've got good access to generic Truvada, which has been, you know, amazing for... Uh, Australian HIV prevention. And uh, the reason that the US is is now going to be looking at having this Teva branded generic HIV prevention tool in, in PrEP is uh, partly in due to the work of uh, PrEP for All, which is uh, a, a PrEP equality uh, campaign or group, activist group, um, who started the successful Break the Patent campaign, which we'll get into a little bit later in the show. But essentially, the uh, the Bay-Doyle Act, I think it's the Bay-Doyle Act, uh, hopefully I'm saying that right, of 1980, uh, gives in the US uh, federal funding agencies the right to what they call march in, so ignore the patent exclusivity um, should uh, the holder of the patent fail to acknowledge the health or safety needs or consumers, uh, for instance, by engaging in price gouging, or if there's a health benefit that's not being shown by by what they're already doing. So the, the government can essentially march in and, and say, nope, we're going to make this publicly available and we're going to force you to do it. Also, HIV advocate and author of My Fabulous Disease, Mark S. King, was present at the Gilead FDA hearing alongside treatment action groups, Jeremiah Johnson and James Krellenstein from Prep for All. Mark, Jeremiah, and James sat down to discuss the hearing uh, and bring it into sort of layman's terms for the rest of us, thank God. Uh, And thanks to Mark, we're able to share that discussion here on Hide and Seek because he was lovely enough to uh, make the audio file accessible to us. So thank you very much, Mark. But before we get into the heavy stuff, I wanted to uh, put... Discovery versus Truvada sort of in a bit of a context. So I had a bit of a sit down, uh, well really I phoned it in technically, with Dr. Darren Russell, Director of Sexual Health at the Cairns Sexual Health Service, uh, amongst many other of his present and past titles. Uh, so lovely Darren, thank you very much, took time out of his travels in uh, in Bangkok to put in context Discovery versus its cousin drug, Truvada. Okay, I think everyone knows about Truvada, you know, that's the two medicines and the one tablet that people take both for HIV prevention and also to treat HIV. Discovy is a is a slightly different formulation. I suppose it's it's kind of a newer version of Truvada. And Truvada has um, two medicines in it. One's called FTC or Mtricetabine and the other is TDF, tenofovir desaproxyl fumarate. Now, 
Descovy, this newer version, has emtricitabine or FTC, so that's the same, but it has a newer version of TDF, which is called TAF, tenofovir alafenamide, TAF. And this has been used for HIV treatment for several years now, um, but it hasn't been available for PrEP uh, because there haven't been any studies showing how good it is. And just on that, we, we have had some studies recently, The I believe the DISCOVER trial that was looking at the suitability of Descovia's PrEP and just, just roughly sort of what were the, the, the key findings from that study? Yeah, the DISCOVER trial uh, is, the, is the, the first real study of Descovy as PrEP. And what they did is they rounded up 2,700 people uh, in one arm of the study and 2,700 in the other in Europe, Canada and the United States. And each person got two tablets each day. One of them uh, had a real drug in it and one had a sugar pill or placebo. And half the people got Descovy and half the people got Truvada, but no one knew who got what. Um, they're just now starting to discover, you know, to let people know which, which drug they actually got in reality. And what the study showed is that it certainly seems that Descovy is just as effective as Truvada um, as PrEP, so it works just as well, and in fact may work a little bit better, but that's hard to prove because Truvada works so well anyway. So it seems that it is much the same or possibly even a little bit better. So that's, that's kind of the good news out of the study, I suppose. Next, I sat down with Dr. George Forgan-Smith of The Healthy Bear and isprepforme.com to talk about what this new drug could mean sort of in an Australian context. Uh, and is it worth adding it to the toolkit? And sort of what information might we be missing about uh, Descovia's prep at this time? Dr. George Forgan-Smith, I want to have a bit of a chat about Descovy uh, as opposed to Truvada. So there was some news out of uh, the US today that... Uh, Reuters published that um, the FDA had voted 16 to 2 to uh, intend to approve Descovy as a, an alternate version of PrEP. Um, can you just give us a bit of an overview of what Descovy is and how it differs from its cousin, I guess, Truvada? So Descovy is actually remarkably similar to Truvada. It's two drugs. Um, and it's almost the exact same thing, except one of the components of the drugs is slightly different. And what we know about the Descovy is that it's a little bit more gentle on the kidneys than the current version of Truvada. Um, so it's currently used in Australia for treatment of people living with HIV. And it's been very well tolerated. And it does have a really nice side effect profile. And it does show that the it's more uh, gentle on the kidneys than Truvada. So if we cast our eyes forward a little bit and, you know, hopefully at some stage Descovy will be approved if it's a suitable option for some people, why might they choose to switch to Descovy? Would it just be that, that kidney element or are there other sort of benefits to choosing Descovy over Truvada? Um, well, it's interesting that there was some new research that was shared today by uh, Damon, Damon Jacobs of... Um, what's he really of? I'm not really sure. Of, he's actually a licensed marriage uh, marriage counsellor and therapist, friend of the podcast. We have had Damon on uh, before while he was here in Melbourne um, from PrepFacts, Rethinking HIV Prevention and Sex. is the, the glo We call it the global prep group, essentially. Yeah, yeah. Well, Damon is really is one of the world experts in this. And so the information that he was sharing was very, very interesting. But basically, uh, it is a 
it's looking to be that it could be an effective choice for prevention of HIV infection. Certainly the data is looking at men at the moment. It's not looked at women. It's not looked at uh, trans women, so cis males. Um, and actually, I'm, I'm, I would need to clarify as well, is it cis homosexual males? Because um, really it's about man-to-man sex um, and it's not looked at in cis females at the moment. So it could really be men who are having sex with other men. So anyway, that aside, the big thing is that it looks like it could be a good option for people who have issues with their kidneys. So currently with Truvada, it can be hard on people's kidneys. Now that's quite a rare side effect. I've been prescribing PrEP, gosh, now for maybe seven or more years. In my time of prescribing PrEP, I've only ever had to take two people off PrEP because their kidney function went down. And that's not many people in the world of of PrEP. Um, And even now, if we have people with issues with their kidneys, we have the option of doing intermittent dosing, uh, 2-1-1 dosing, um, PrEP on demand. There's lots of different names for it. And that can be a viable option for people with kidney issues. So with the Descovy, it's a bit more gentle on the kidney. So that may be a really good choice for people with kidney issues. Um, and it seems that some of the dynamics of the way that the tablet is absorbed is a bit different as well. We had concerns initially that there wasn't uh, quite enough of the drug in the lining of the bum mm-hmm. quick enough that would enable full protection for receptive anal sex. Um, But interestingly, when you look at the data, it gets absorbed into the cells, into the T-cells, quite quickly. In fact, faster than the standard Truvada. So it may be more beneficial this way. But the studies are continuing at the moment. We don't have a, a full and clear picture until we've done more research. Again, casting forward, if you're someone that's already on Truvada or generic Truvada as PrEP, uh, say Descovy comes along and it's going to be a viable option. If Truvada's already working for you, um, would there be any reason for someone to change if they're not experiencing side effects or Truvada's not working for them for some reason? At this point, I would say if you are not suffering with any side effects and if your kidney function is totally fine, I would just stay on the Truvada. To be honest, I don't think there is a good enough, strong enough reason to just change automatically. And I think we need to be aware of this. If you're like people living with HIV, Sometimes new sexy drugs come along and people want to change automatically to that. But if somebody's doing really well, they're not having any side effects. I'm a slow person when it comes to change and I would prefer people stay on a drug that's working um, because we never quite know what's around the corner. And and look, I think Descovy is looking really, really promising. But if you're not having any issues with Truvada, stay on Truvada. And in an Australian context, are you aware of any... uh clinical research or studies that are going to be happening here. You know, in Australia, we had a massive rollout of a number of clinical studies for PrEP. We had some of the best rollout and quickest rollout anywhere in the world. Is that going to happen here for Discovery, do you think? I'm really not sure whether we're going to be funded for that. It really comes down to funding. This is a drug that is more expensive than Truvada. Yes, there are generic versions of Discovery available, but There's a lot of patent issues and stuff like that that I think still need to be teased out. And to be honest, I'm still trying to get my own head around it as well. So because it's a newer drug, there is a a higher cost because you have to pay for the, the development and the research of the drug. And that's, you know, the companies, um, do want to recoup some of that money as well. Let's keep an eye on the 
horizon. Um, and remember, there's some other really exciting things coming as well. We're looking at implantable prep. We're looking at injectable prep. There's lots of really cool research. So we're going to probably be moving beyond tablets maybe in the next five to ten years. There could be many other options available. Thanks to the healthy bear, Dr. George, for chatting with me. Uh, Now, George is obviously a friend of the podcast. We've had him on a number of times before. So if you've got a question for George about Descovy or about PrEP generally or anything related to uh, particularly kinky, gay, bi and queer men's sexual health, we would love for you to slip into our DMs or hit us up at hideandseek at joy.org.au and we'll flick that across to Dr. George and hopefully he can answer it as best he can. Um, And if we get tons of questions, maybe we'll have Dr. George back on the show and we'll be able to chat a little bit more. We are, of course, fortunate to have a clip from uh, the lovely Mark S. King of My Fabulous Disease uh, when he sat down with Jeremiah Johnson of the Treatment Action Group and James Krellenstein from Prep for All for a bit of an uh, FDA Gilead postmortem. Hi, this is Mark with My Fabulous Disease, and I am here at the FDA uh, hearing on Discovy with two important activists, Jeremiah Johnson with Treatment Action Group. Hi, Jeremiah. Good morning. And James Krellenstein with Prep for All. Hi, James. Good morning. Okay, I'm going to ask you all complicated. I'm going to ask you complicated questions that you have to simplify <laughs> for people like me who don't understand jack shit of what's happening in that room right mm-hmm. now. Right now, Gilead is testifying about. The, the, uh, the, the efficacy of Discovy for PrEP right. over Truvada. Mm-hmm. And what I'm hearing them say makes a great case for how much greater Truvada is, I mean, tr- uh, Discovy is, mm-hmm. and that it gets into your bloodstream faster and it stays there longer. I have a feeling you're here to object to a lot of what they're saying. What's your beef? So, you know, Jeremiah. Cons- uh, so, so this is this is Jeremiah. Uh, my uh, concerns are that we are overinflating the benefits of Discovy. The fact of the matter is, is that if we knew that the company was going to work in good faith to provide access to Discovy to everybody, uh, we probably wouldn't need to be quite so critical. But this is going to be a twenty thousand dollar a year option that really only has clinical benefit for a small percentage of people who would otherwise benefit from Truvada or TDFFTC as prep. And as we know, TDFFTC is going to be generic next year. We're going to Mm -hmm. see dramatic price reductions. So we need to come here and hold the company's feet to the fire to make sure that they're not overinflating safety and efficacy Mm -hmm. uh, findings, which they they absolutely are here. And to really question why the lack of transparency in this whole process, why Mm -hmm. the rush to this after 10 years of putting FTAF on a shelf um, and not further developing it for business reasons. In other words, what you're saying is that just as Truvada is going generic, Mm Mm-hmm. Out pops this new drug, Discovy, that they've had on the shelf for 10 years, mm-hmm. and suddenly they want to get that approved so that they get a new patent and new profits that aren't generic. And you got a problem with that, James. Oh, yeah. I think I have a major problem with that. I mean, I think the basic premise that Gilead uh, is is stating today is, is simply untenable for any uh, self-respecting company. They're basically saying, you know, that Discover confirms Discovy's alleged superior safety over Truvada. The mm-hmm. problem is, is that if that's that's so, why did the company, and I think we deserve an answer today, why did the company intentionally delay this new, supposedly new drug by more than a decade? What Should the company be held liable and held responsible for the injuries, if in fact this drug is safer, that they caused by intentionally delaying the drug by a decade? And I think the timing here is critical. It is highly coincidental that just as Truvada is going generic, all of a sudden Descovy comes out. And I have another 
other problem that I think we really need to uh, pay attention to here, which is the fact that they did, despite having a, literally a decade and a half to develop this drug, they did not a single clinical trial to evaluate whether Descobias prep is effective uh, in cisgender women. In other words, here you have here you have women uh, uh, that, that they, right now they're arguing in there that oh it'll yeah. cisgender women yeah. that that oh it'll probably work on them too because yes, you know different. HIV yeah. they, 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 they acts the same in men and women they're they're really uh, soft pedaling that in there right now I, I think so and we have we have unfortunately not very clear pharmacokinetic data or in other words lab data that supports that actually the drugs are getting to the same level in women as they are in men and I think that most importantly. 20 years after AIDS activists stormed the FDA and stormed the CDC, demanding that women get parity uh, in HIV research, in HIV drug access, uh, to men, mm -hmm. to cisgender men. Cisgender women get parity to cisgender men. We have a company today that is claiming that they don't need to do actually studies to evaluate efficacy in cisgender women. Um, and that will unfortunately only promote the disparities in access that we see for women accessing PrEP. Less than and five. One of, one of the of other problems in the United States are women. One of the other problems I hear you saying is that if Truvada is so terrible and has been causing all of these problems with people, bone density and whatnot, and Gilead knew it, mm -hmm. then why did they sit on Discovy all of this time? And what should they do about all the injury they have caused people? I, I mean, interestingly, for you know, since 2012, Gilead has been pushing community advocates to talk about how safe Truvada is. Um, it's mm -hmm. really, you know, the company line and what they want community to follow with depends on what uh, affects their bottom line. And to be clear, this is a $2 billion domestic market for mm -hmm. them. Um, so they'd like to change their story based on what's, uh, what's, uh, which uh, um, their shareholders need. Right. Yes. Right. Now, w one more thing for you, and that is um, w w what a lot of people are going to hear this and go, OK, this all sounds like a lot of inside baseball. Mm -hmm. We haven't even gotten to the issue of the patent and who owns it and all well, of that. Yeah. But but that aside, a lot of people are going to hear this and go, well, OK, but what is the bottom line? If Discovery is better and it's going to be safer for me. Isn't that a win? But, but the Isn't that a win? But the bottom line is, is we don't know if it's better. And the thing is, is right now, if you're on Truvada or a generic form that comes out next year and you're uh, successfully avoiding HIV infection, there is probably no reason for you to switch over to this. From a public health perspective, we're going to advocate that you don't just in order to not increase health care costs. So is that the message the to someone who's on Truvada right now and they're having no problems with it? Stay on Truvada. Well, I think something to, to consider is that when Truvada was approved for prep and 2012, we had years of data on uh, of Truvada as treatment. This is a new medication, and there's a lot that we don't know still. Mm -hmm. And something that just, uh, that Gilead continues to downplay right now is that there's a statistically uh, a significant increase in weight gain mm -hmm. for people on treatment on TAF and on PrEP. Um, whereas a lot also that we're not understanding in terms of cholesterol and lipids with TAF. Mm -hmm. And so uh, it's important for us to recognize that new doesn't always mean better, mm -hmm. and that we have to look very closely at why this company right now is so eager to get us to believe that that company and, and do you think they're going to pull that over all those fda members sitting there right now don't they know what they're doing i mean you know i think i think it's transparent to, to a great many people but the fact of the matter is is that you can't trust your regulators and you can't trust your politics they're like <laughs> children you have to babysit them and make yes. sure that they see it but, but i also want to emphasize something that, that jeremiah just said around regarding some of the new uh, properties that we are seeing emerge in the data with Descovy, with lipids and weight gain. 
one of the things that unfortunately was presented at Mexico City just a couple of weeks ago at the AIDS conference was that the, these lipid changes and most importantly these weight changes seem to be much more prominent in cisgender women than cisgender mm-hmm. men. And once again, we have no data um, for prep for prep use in cisgender women. And one of my concerns is is we're making a huge jump to say that there's statistically significant changes between women and men, cisgender women and cisgender men, mm-hmm. um, in in weight gain, and we have zero data on prep for uh, for F, for Discovy prep. So or- this is a red flag for anybody that cares, obviously, who is a cisgender woman, an advocate for them, or people like us who care right. about the and- health of cisgender women, that we don't have this data. And not just cisgender women. Let's note that the Discover trial was mm-hmm. an 84%, 84% of participants were white. 99% mm-hmm. were men. They tried yes. to tout transgender inclusion, but only 74 individuals out of a trial of over 5,000 were transgender women. Yeah, I was watching their data and it looks like they really were kind of re- inflating the uh, participation yes. of transgender women in there. One more question for yeah. you. Let's say I'm considering PrEP. I'm HIV negative. I'm considering PrEP. It's very likely by the end of today, Discovy is going to be approved for PrEP. And so it's now going to be this new one that's not generic and you'll have to pay more. I'm a guy out there, or, or any, I'm a person out there, Considering prep, what do I do? Look, what not, choice do I make? It's not my place to give medical advice. I think that this is a discussion that you need to have with your healthcare provider and that you need to evaluate. Mm-hmm. But look, I'll say I am on true. I've been on Truvada since uh, 2013, um, and I've had no adverse events and no bone bone or renal safety problems. Mm-hmm. And I am extremely confident that we have more data on how Truvada works than we do on Descovy. Thank you, and, James. And, and Jeremiah? So the most effective prep that you're going to get is the one that you can access. And mm-hmm. so, you know, for us today, we want to make sure that accurate information is getting out there so mm-hmm. that people are making dis- uh, making decisions based upon what they can actually get covered, which mm-hmm. there are going to be a lot of questions about that because of the price of Discovy, and making it based on actual safety and efficacy data. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. what we're concerned about is that with the labeling, with the messaging, with the educational materials going out to healthcare providers mm-hmm. and clients, that it's going to be very Misleading, and you know, we we urge people to look very closely and be suspicious of anybody coming and saying that Discovy is a significantly better. Option. And so, I will just say that you know, as with any drug, if there's a generic available, I go for the generic because I want to pay less. You know, and now we have a generic. We will soon have a generic available for right. prep, and then we'll have another one in case the generic doesn't work for you. I, you know, once again, I think that's generally the way that the medical system works, and I don't think that any of the data presented today, uh, it, you know, argues with that. I think that Truvada remains the and should remain the foundation of prep for the foreseeable future. That was Mark S. King with My Fabulous Disease, who graciously provided that clip to us, talking to James Crowlinstone from Prep for All and Jeremiah Johnson from Treatment Action Group in the U.S. at the FDA's uh, Gilead hearing in the U.S. So a wonderful opportunity to listen to a little bit of a postmortem after everything that was going on and to put it into human language for us and, and unpack some of that. So some interesting conversation there with the guys and obviously, there's a few things in context there that are different to how things are here in Australia versus what they're like in the US around PrEP, and especially around the, the access to generics kind of thing that I touched on earlier. 
Now, because we are looking at things in an Australian lens, not everyone will be familiar with some of the content and the work of Prep for All and the Treatment Action Group. We have sort of different advocacy groups and activist group here in Australia. So if you want to find out more about anything on today's podcast, I've got a little bit of information for you. Uh, I'll wait while you grab a pen. There we go. So uh, Prep for All and Break the Patent, if you'd like to hear more about that, go to breakthepatent.org, or one word. Treatment Action Group, or TAG, is an independent activist, community-based research and policy think tank. Uh, treatmentactiongroup.org is their URL, so head over there to find more, more information about them. Massive, massive thanks to new friend of the podcast, Mark S. King from My Fabulous Disease uh, at marksking.com for providing us with the audio and his chat with Jeremiah and James. Thank you to all three of you for having that really well-rounded discussion for us. Obviously, you can find more of me talking about PrEP. Groundbreaking. uh, At pan.org.au, which is the home of PrEP Access Now here in Australia. We go Australia-wide, but if you're from anywhere else in the globe and you want someone to talk to about PrEP or want to find out what things are like in your state, country, jurisdiction, on the moon, wherever you happen to be, um, if you get in touch with us uh, either via PAN or get in touch with us at hideandseek at joy.org.au, we'll be happy to point you in the direction of some... Uh, evidence-based prep information for uh, how you can access it wherever you are. Uh, obviously, thanks to the wonderful Darren Russell from Cairns Sexual Health Service, which is just one of many prep sexual health services in the state. So if you are in Queensland and after some prep info, head to quack.org.au, not quack like a duck, Q-U-A-C, which is the Queensland AIDS Council, Q-U-A-C.org.au. So what's next? Let us know what you want to hear more of on Hide and Seek here on Joy 94.9. I think this can be a really fun way for us to sort of flex some different muscles. Uh, We're also unrestricted in our podcast uh, by traditional broadcasting codes, so we can be a little bit saucier and we can go outside sort of the normal box that we like to put ourselves into. So if you would like to come and get saucy with us, head to joy.org.au forward slash hide and seek. You can flick us an email on there. You can slip in our DMs. Let us know what you want to talk about. What's what's bubbling in your mind in the kink and BDSM communities and just general gay, bi and queer men's sex lives, I guess. As I mentioned at the top of the show, you can grab more of Tim on his podcast, uh, joy.org.au forward slash beats radio, beats with a Z. Liza with a Z! Tim is actually going to kill me. Uh, for more of me... Can I get more of me? <laughs> uh, I am obviously still going to be engaged here on Hide and Seek while we are off the air, but I am still semi-regularly on the air with Well, 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 presented by Thorn Harbour Health. We are live on the air on Thursdays at 9pm, or you can grab the podcast at joy.org.au forward slash well, well, well for a more... I guess, well-rounded approach to LGBTI, uh, sexual health, mental health, and general health and well-being for our LGBTI communities. And obviously more of us, both Tim and I, on our socials via joy.org.au forward slash hide and seek, where, funnily enough, you can subscribe and you can leave us a review. That would be great if you love to listen to us. And if you don't, just stay quiet, I guess. Uh, that is all for this week on Hide and Seek. It has been a pleasure joining you for our sexclusive episode. I think that's the, the running title. I'm going to stick with it. Um, we look forward to chatting to you soon and when tim is back we will be both back in the studio to join you once again take care do you want more yes 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 catch all the hide and seek episodes on podcast at joy.org.au slash hide and seek